0: talk the show where we talk about all things nxt whether it be stateside whether it be uk whether you're just leveling up we have all the nxt news reviews analysis and the like we're hosts i'm boris and as always i'm joined by matt
1: bonjour how's everybody doing out there we hope you're doing well the uh the last few minus celsius today's here in toronto actually it's above celsius barely today boris but it feels like minus six and uh it's nxt is a cold product as well we have cold cold hearts here we're over this shit we're done with it we're both uh sick of this here rainbow brand i think at this point buddy that's the overall takeaway of the show
0: yep to say the (laughs) least to say the least
1: we got the Joe Gacy taker doing crazy shit. We got like they they, they tried with the women's division this uh, week at least. I actually appreciated all the new characters, new faces. Like they're trying, but man, you got we got Lash Legend versus Nikita Lyons 2. You know yeah. what I mean? That's yeah. where we're at. That's where we're at. <laughs> That's where we're at, buddy. I didn't even hate it, but it's just like, oh, Lord, almighty, no. well, That is where we're thing. at.
0: NWA and MLW, I maintain, are still worth shows in the grand scheme oh, of yeah. stuff. Uh, uh, at least. Yeah. But, but the issue with. NXT right now is that it's such a far cry from what we're used to, what we signed up for. Uh, It just, it hurts my soul and any adrenaline I had in it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah uh skibity bop bop beep buddy <laughs> we are keeping and bopping yeah There's... no, man it's uh it's a rough go sometimes it's a very rough go but there there are like highlights grayson yeah. waller appears to be a star in the making tony d'angelo's character though it's straight out in 1995 he's good at it i like it katana chance that's a name that a person has now that's fun yeah <laughs> that's know, a chance man. they took a real chance on that name <laughs> hey oh, oh, oh. viking raiders <laughs> showed up and beat the crap out of uh poor young address and malik there was there were some things to enjoy but it's just like when you when you leave the show you just have the taste of joe gacy in your mouth and you're just like oh my god what does he taste like <laughs> bad you know you're there
0: <laughs> i know no but this is the, this is why i always try so hard to take a look at segment by segment and not really like you know there's some direction with certain characters and you can tell where you know where wwe is focusing on and whom they're focusing on and i think that to me is the major takeaway right and there's some people who are just kind of like they're still throwing everything at the wall and seeing what's going to stick
1: yeah and it makes for just the craziest most schizophrenic two hours of wrestling that you ever saw in your life
0: yeah exactly um I don't know, man. It's it's just a hell of a ride, but here we are. We're going to be talking all things NXT. Uh, We're going to be chatting some NXT stateside, some NXT UK, and to kick it all off, we have some news, but before we get to all that fun stuff, Matt, how are you?
1: oh good man yeah i gotta go outside and touch grass as the kids say today i've been cooped up all day just uh gotta get this podcast done with but uh you know life is good man Uh, hanging in slugging away not much has changed from the last time i was on one of these yesterday
0: oh yeah you were on yesterday Crazy. (laughs) yeah it's such a a uh... fever dream right now like everything every day is kind of just combining this is like by far the busiest time of the year for me at work uh so it's just like it's work 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 then as soon as they stop, it's like it's canon stuff. And then, you know, it's it's SNME stuff. But everything is going well in my on my neck of the woods.
1: Nice, man. Yeah, glad to hear that. I was just going to ask. And, yeah, if you haven't checked out the midweek Mark out, the midweek mic out, uh, I guess Mike's filling in for Agnew, so I filled in for Mark. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we, I watched a decent Raw, which is still a terrible wrestling show. <laughs> yeah exactly,
0: man <laughs> you're being you're being uh yeah you're 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 watching some fantastic wrestling this week, aren't you?
1: <laughs> oh, man, you know what like it, it, it's good in a way because i i, I trying to keep this one twenty two list, right? So I'm trying to watch all the best stuff of the year as well and just get to it when I can here and there. like if I have you know forty minutes, I'll watch like a mattress anyway, but uh it's good to have these worst shows every now and then is like a palate cleanser just to remind me like what bad wrestling does look like so you can actually appreciate the good stuff but you know what i've had my fill of bad wrestling boris i think i'm good for a little bit yeah all right so let's get to
0: some news some some you know some of this is obvious news but i still want to talk about it so according to fightful select la knight is officially off of nxt and he is now considered a main roster
1: wrestler uh, well, yeah, if you've been paying attention to the dark match results, it seems as though L.A. Knight has been building a little roster of clients and he will be a manager or perhaps a manager slash wrestler. And, yeah, that's that's okay, man. I think he uh, he achieved all he really had to achieve in NXT. And if they're not going to trust him in the ring as a wrestler anyway, he can still talk and he can take bumps and stuff when he needs to. So I'm, I'm okay with this. I think it's uh, it's about time yep exactly you know it's just a follow-up from
0: what we were talking about last week uh but yeah he seems to be really going with this agent gimmick um i'm really hoping that he does get a little bit more in ring time and he's a little less johnny polo
1: (laughs) yeah i could yeah i who knows how it's gonna shake down man but uh it's not like he's adam cole like when there were rumors that adam cole was going to the main roster as a, a manager i had full faith that if he were to do that he would still end up being a main event wrestler someday because he was so talented that's not really the case with the he's okay but he's a better character than he is wrestler so i i do think probably in the long run this might be the best thing for him man similar to like Corey graves he he probably wasn't ever gonna be a world champion wrestler, but he became a pretty damn good commentator and carved out a groove for himself in WWE. And you know, ellen and I might do the same with this. Yeah, I
0: agree a hundred percent
1: there. All right, moving on. Another follow up story, but a little more to
0: it. Uh this is regarding Kushida. According to Voices of Wrestling, uh, their Patreon page. Uh Kushida, you know, it was very well known internally that kashida wasn't going to be resigning um, and he's been he was in contact with a lot of new Japan wrestlers uh, kashida was pitched multiple ideas on his return to New Japan including a repackage returning as part of a heel unit showcasing an MMS style MMA style gimmick and working as a
1: heavyweight so that's kind of cool for him Oh, very interesting. Like a, like a Shibata-type kind of push for uh, Kushida. I like yeah. it. Yeah, and then
0: Dave further talked about in this uh, Voices of Wrestling Patreon page that it was the switch over to NXT 2.0. That was a turning point for Kushida. According to the Voices of Wrestling flagship report, uh, he f- quote-unquote frequently expressed his displeasure with the way he had been used since the change in NXT 2.0.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, I, I I guess like the the fact that he frequently expressed his displeasure is news. But I mean, the rest of that you can just see with your eyes, right? Like that's very, it's very clear that he was probably going to be upset about how he was used, because the way he was used was embarrassing, trash, borderline racist. Yep,
0: exactly. All right, and we're going to talk about this right now. Uh, Just because I kind of want to put a little focus on the competitors. That is the NXT Women's Breakout Tournament. It was announced on yesterday's episode on the Stateside show that there will be a Women's NXT Breakout Tournament. And we got four of the eight competitors announced. So Lash Legend is part of this tournament. She didn't get one of those fancy vignettes. uh, But we did get a vignette from Ariana Grace, the former Bianca Carelli, a.k.a. Santino Morella's
1: daughter. Yeah, uh, Toronto girl, Mississauga girl. So that's cool. We're we're definitely cheering for her. She is the BAM favorite in this tournament. Although the betting favorite is for sure Lash Legend, I would think, right? Like, if you put odds on it, if we were putting odds on it, what is it? Minus 1,000? Minus 1,500? Like, she's a a strong, heavy favorite.
0: I would say minus 1,500. I'm assuming that Nikita Lyons is going to be in this and she's going to win it all.
1: Nikita is? I would assume so. Only four of the eight were announced, right? So, true. That's a good point. I think Nikita's already broken out, but yeah, that could be your final. I bet you, if that's the final, man, Lash Legend's gonna win because Nikita has already won twice. So, yeah, no, I, I think I think Lash Legend is for sure gonna win this tournament. It would be a big upset if she does not.
0: Yep. All right, then we have Kian James. She is formerly known as Kayla Inlay. Her new gimmick is a woman who is relentless and successful in the corporate world and now the wrestling ring. Basically, this is Dana Brooks old gimmick. <laughs>
1: yeah, business heel Boris. She is business heel. Oh, but we've uh, we've circled Kayla Inlay before in the in a couple times that we've seen her on the show. She has a lot of fire in the ring i remember so her relentless the relentless part of that will certainly be uh borne out in her wrestling style i bet
0: yep and then we have sloan Jacobs. she is formerly known as notorious mimi she worked a bunch of aw dark matches all losses in 2021 and 2022 and in her vignette she noted that she's only 19 years old and it probably makes her the underdog of the tournament. but she grew up learning to fight with her two
1: sisters who i'm just gonna name beulah and i don't know what else <laughs> fair enough yeah um so she was uh, she was actually the one who wrestled roxanne perez in her nxt level up match which was pretty good and yeah i didn't realize she was 19 pretty impressive for uh, sloan jacobs
0: yep exactly
1: so those are the first
0: four people who have been announced for this nxt women's breakout tournament matt is putting his money on lash legend i am putting my money on nikita Lyons. we'll see who wins this one
1: yeah, we'll see who gets into the tournament, too, who takes up those final four spots. Roxy, Roxanne Perez could be a candidate for this thing. She could win, too.
0: Yep, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it'll be cool to see who the next four people are. And, um, man, NXT UK, they, they pulled the most WWE thing ever over the past couple weeks. Uh, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, Do you want
1: to yeah, talk about that while talking about the NXT UK show?
0: Yeah, let's talk about that because okay. they've, they've, they've done stuff, which is weird.
1: Yeah. Right, so. before, before, before we start, Boris, I actually we I wanted to break this, uh, not break news, but talk about this news that broke yesterday. Let you take a victory lap again, if you want it, on Bad Bunny, uh, movie star, Marvel star. Boris, uh, are you going to catch this movie? Are you excited for it? How pumped are you, that Bad right. Bunny or... Don't yeah, you really don't give a, give you don't a give shit. a shit about yeah exactly. you don't give a shit about Bad Bunny, but more than anything, I think that that you've been calling since day one that Bad Bunny is like a, a major major star, and if you don't like, listen to his music, that's fine. But you got to understand that this guy is like a super duper star, and I think you can take your moment on the sun in that because he's mm-hmm. going to star in a Hollywood movie. Yep, bigger than Andrade. Well, that much is clear.
0: Better wrestler too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. oh I take that. even i'll take yeah. that one back but oh, you know what yeah. if we're talking about breaking news something that got announced a little earlier this afternoon and i'm gonna credit matt for doing this yet again the inspiration have announced that they are indefinitely stepping away from in-ring action
1: nothing to do with this one i, even, <laughs> yeah, I predict them to win a match and then they got fired this time but yeah no that sucks i hope everyone's okay i hope they're both like you know healthy and happy and I, I i mean wrestling's a tough thing man it's really really hard to do what they do and you gotta love it you gotta be all in i assume it seems like one of those things anyway you're throwing yourself at the ground as cm punk once said 300 days a year so yeah man i definitely i just uh hope for the best for both of them that's it's sad news because we just got them back in the wrestling business and it seemed like they were having fun yeah
0: it seemed exactly and this is something that we could have waited To talk about on BAM But it just happened today So we just wanted to kind of quickly chat about that Um, So they did release a statement Um, You know they thanked uh, Scott D'Amore Impact wishes them the very much success in the future they also issued a joint statement in which they said we first want to thank scott damore and the entire impact family we have had such an amazing experience working with the incredible impact staff and roster we will cherish these impact memories forever we are excited to start a new chapter in our lives and explore other opportunities that may come our
1: way yeah, it just sounds like they're like done taking bumps. You know what I mean? That's what it sounds like to me. And hey, more power to you, ladies. Uh, I, I, as big fans of both of theirs, I feel like everyone around SNM here, most of us, we're pretty big fans of Billy Kay and uh, uh, Cassie Lee. I forgot Peyton Royce, Peyton Hoyce, if you will, Boris. So uh, yeah, man, just, just uh, kind of sad news. But uh, you know, just hope they're healthy and all the best to you
0: exactly and i'm sure we'll see them in a wrestling ring in the future in some shape way or form
1: yeah absolutely
0: all right let's get to the uh the meat and potatoes the the entree the 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 the, we're done with the appetizer moving on to the next course but matt before we do that we have to decide what our rating system to Jorah is going to be what are you thinking
1: oh that's a really good point i haven't even thought about it um uh, we could go Goombaz for Tony D'Angelo's new tag team of uh, bald jabronis from the 1940s. How do you feel about that? Yeah, we might as well. Pisons, Goombaz?
0: Might as well at this point. We'll do that. We'll do Paissons.
1: All right. Pisons out of five on a very special Sopranos-themed uh, rating system du jour.
0: Yeah, all right. So the show starts off. Nikita Lions versus Lash Legend. This match only went five minutes. And I got to say, Lash Legend, at least every match that she's in, she improves a little bit. Having said that, Nikita Lyons, every match she's in, improves a little bit as well. And But she's just like on, on this trajectory right now, and I'm talking about Nikita Lyons. Like, she is a star in the making right now.
1: Oh, absolutely. You can't teach confidence. You can't teach it. And she's got a lot of it, Boris. Um, yeah, man, uh, this was a, a rehearsed choreographed five minute, uh, rookie match, but it was pretty entertaining for what it was. There was one scary moment where Nikita Lyons did like a dive roll out. She got thrown out of the ring, basically doing like a head-first dive roll, but it looked like she landed on the top of her head. Like that could have been, that could have been pretty bad, but she got right up. She was fine. And I actually, I like this for what it was like in terms of, uh, in terms of a five-minute wrestling match between two women who have had a total, a grand total of, what, ten matches between them? Maybe? Maybe that? Maybe. 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 And yeah. we're being very conservative there.
0: So, uh, Lions gives Legend a few suplexes. Lions works on Legend with ten punches in the corner. Legend tries to powerbomb Lions. Uh, Legend tries to powerbomb Lions, but Lions countered with her with a beautiful hurricanrana that she does her kick gets the win via pinfall in 5 minutes
1: 10 seconds Yeah, the 360 Sonya Blade, the Mortal Kombat kick doesn't have a name yet, but it's a it's a dope finisher. I believe her offense. She seems like a like a woman who could beat the shit out of out you. You know what I mean? Like she is a believable uh, professional wrestler. So I kind of like this overall. If you're judging this against every professional wrestling professional wrestling match in history, think about all the superstars shows in the 80s and 90s, Boris. I would say this is slightly above average. We're putting it above the Mendoza line. It's gonna be three pyzons out of five. Bada bing, bada boom.
0: All right, Natalia runs out, attacks Nikita. Cora Jade runs in with a skateboard to clear both the heels. Natalia managed to get Jade in the sharpshooter position, uh, but Nikita kicked Natalia to send her to the ringside. That was that. This sets up a tag team match for NXT Spring Break N.
1: Yeah, it was very, it was kind of Cora Jade looked dumb here. She came out, attacked Lash Legend, and started chirping a- at Lash Legend. despite the fact yeah had her back turned to the to the not only is she ever back turned to natalia which is just dumb baby face anyway but that was that's the one you're that's the person you're mad at why would you come and attack lash legend for no reason and yell at her you're mad at the other girl i didn't get that at all yeah it
0: was that was really dumb um but here we are this is this is what happens in wrestling sometimes Dumb faces, dumb logic, here we are. All right, so after this, Tony D'Angelo cuts a promo. He talks about how Zion Quinn got replaced by Von Wagner due to an injury.
1: Yeah, I I love Tony D'Angelo's character work. Again, the character itself, if you don't like it, that's fine because it's pretty damn cheesy, but he is awesome. (laughs) He's a great performer. I love him.
0: He really is. All right, Roderick Strong was giving the Diamond Mine a pep talk saying that he doesn't want to see diamond mine end up like his last group. And by that, I'm assuming he means in AEW. Uh, strong berated the creeds for looking too confident. Brutus brought up how they almost ran the gauntlet. Strong said that Brutus is just making excuses because at the end of the day, they are not the tag team champions. Strong said then said he set up a match next week between the creeds and a former NXT tag team champion team known as the Viking Raiders. Uh, The Raiders showed up, did some grunting, did some stuff Julia said that the Creed's will see the Vikings next week
1: I did think it was hilarious, classic WWE fashion They show up backstage, full gear, full face paint Like, full costume that they wear to the ring during the entrance It's kind of just a hilarious WWE visual The The good kind of cheesy wrestling thing
0: Yep That, uh, yeah I have not, nothing else to say there <laughs> Alright, match number two of the night Tony D'Angelo, A.O. A-O versus Vaughn Forehead Vaughn Wagner. Um, Couple go- things
1: of note Boris Heel versus Heel And Robert Stone is the latest WWE man To lose his first name He is now Mr. Stone <laughs> He is Mr. Stone 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 Yep, Mr. Stone <laughs> Just, it reminds me of, like, the, and here's Mr. Stone. Yeah, it's...
0: <laughs> I don't even know what to say anymore about that. Um, all right, this match went way too long for my liking. Went almost 11 minutes. It went 10 minutes, uh, 44 seconds to be exact. And uh, Von Wagner defeated Tony D'Angelo, but... There was some commotion because D'Angelo was tripped off the apron when Wagner put him on it. Cruz del Toro and Joaquin Wild got on the apron while the referee was distracted. And then Santos Escobar showed up, kicked D'Angelo in the kneecap with a crowbar, as he should. Uh, D'Angelo uh, then had his unnamed thugs at the time uh, fight off Wild and Toro off the apron and had a standoff with them. Uh, D'Angelo beat the 10 count, walks in, gets a big boot by big boot by von wagner and that's how he won
1: yeah the running big boot it was actually a solid finish i buy it as much or more as the uh as his fireman's carry whatever that he's been doing a fireman's carry into a something But, uh, yeah, I love Tony D, so I was sad to see him take this L, but it doesn't particularly matter because he got cranked in the knee by uh, his uh, real rival, Santos Escobar. So, yeah, like you said, though, way too long, kind of a bad match from two green wrestlers. I'm going to go two Paisons out of five for this one.
0: Yep, exactly. Way too long. Um, This match should have been cut in half, but they didn't. All right, Andy Hartwell and Persia Perota congratulated Roxanne Perez. For her win last week, Toxic Attraction showed up to taunt Roxanne. Roxanne said she'll prove that last week's win was not a fluke. Mandy Rose said that she'll show Perez what it takes to really be a champion instead of just dreaming to be one.
1: So you can see already that Roxanne Perez is the best actress, at least of these six women that were on screen. Uh, She blew them away. She blew them away, in fact. By far. By far. The other thing of note,
0: I love how... They have
1: now created this women's lounge. <laughs> That's a good point. I hadn't thought of it like that in those terms until you just mentioned it. But yeah, it's true. It's like it's not it's not really a locker room. It's like a it's like a hangout. Yeah, it's like a, you know what I mean. It's yeah. It, and and it's like a lot of them well. are
0: dressed to the nines.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it kind of feels like a club or something. Yeah, uh, yeah, it feels it's so strange. What a what a weird universe. Be, yeah, like there should be bottle service in that
0: place. Yep. Nathan Frazier vignette aired because uh, he was supposed to debut after the break. Um, after this, the Insul Express Briggs <laughs> Jensen and Henley were hyping each other up backstage. Brooks Jensen ended up getting distracted uh, by some chick.
1: Yeah, I name? believe it was it was the yeah, I forget her name, but it was the lady who's been uh, peeping Von Wagner's matches.
0: Yep, who's been bothering Mister Stone Stones. stones
1: yeah <laughs> that's it's uh, uh inconclusive but definitely possible buddy
0: <laughs> but yeah this was just that all right all right yeah. after this nathan frazier was making his entrance grace and waller interrupts and slides right into the ring, uh, dumping Guru Raj to ringside, who is scheduled to, fra- to face Frazier. Tough beat gloated-
1: for Guru Raj. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> like five seconds of NXT screen time in the last two months, and it's him getting shit-canned on the way to the ring.
0: Yeah. Waller gloated about being a star and how he doesn't need sangha. Waller pointed out Bodhi Hayward and under Chase in the crowd. He said their university is a fraud and that their sorority girls look like refrigerators. Chase and Hayward were approaching Waller Uh, Waller was cleared from the ring by Nathan Frazier Frazier hit Waller with a suicide dive Uh, Chase took the mic and said that this moment was a teachable moment
1: Grayson Waller is just straight-up good. He is just – he's, like, he doesn't need any qualifiers, doesn't You know, he's he's good, but he's green. He's good for a rookie. Well, he is is green in the ring, but, like, in terms of his character, he's just great. He's just a a very good professional wrestler. I think he's ready for the main roster. If they have Omos on there, you know what I mean, man? They might as well have Grayson Waller. He's, like – he's got – the the gift of gab he's he's a he got a good look uh definitely got like a modern cool character i could see grayson waller doing some work on the main ro- roster he's
0: he's pretty good man yeah he's got the look he's got he's a good enough of a look he can talk and he's one of the people who wants to be a heel not just a cool yeah. heel a legit heel
1: but he is—he is cool, and he does sometimes flirt with that NWO territory a little bit. Like when he first started, he was like really focused on getting those booze. But now he's kind of—sometimes he does—he is a little, little bit of a Kevin Nash. But that's okay, because he's cool in real life. That's the thing. So yeah.
0: Well, just remember though, I kind of accept it from a character point of view, because his whole thing is about getting
1: likes. Exactly, and and being the quote unquote influencer, and he wants, yeah he it's okay for him to be a cool heel because he's kind of like like uh, like a Kevin Nash, like a Rock in a way. Yep, exactly. All right, after this we get
0: Valentina Ferroz and Luis Leon dancing the ring. Their opponents ready in the ring. Katana Chance, Katana Chance, Katana <laughs> Chance. One yes. more time katana chance and Kaden carter
1: terrible name but hey whatever I, I i say this every time but is it worse than Damian priest or carry on cross the answer is no it's not so is it worse than dolph ziggler no it might be as bad but whatever it didn't kill his career so she'll be fine yeah exactly uh so this i was like this ma- match yeah i, I it
0: did too good. i really did uh it only went six minutes the thing that gets to me about NXT sometimes is that the matches that I'm actually interested in suck.
1: Or sorry, the matches yeah. that
0: I'm actually interested in don't get, get no enough time. time. The ones that get yeah, yeah. the time, they're the ones who suck
1: absolutely yeah we just saw that back to back in plain view on this show right here buddy yeah, absolutely i i could have done with uh four or five more minutes of this but maybe they were running out of moves they threw everything they knew at each other but i, I like this match a lot Ulisa Leone leon and valentina ferruz they have uh they have something they got something here with this this like spicy latina tag team they uh they're they're definitely you know they're very interesting
0: yep All right, so Carter went for a tag, but Chance wasn't around again. She showed up all of a sudden. She did a blind tag. Uh, Leon took herself out with a missed moonsault. Carter hit Furrows with a super kick. Carter held Furrows in place for Chance's 450 splash, which is a very scary-looking finisher. Like, so much can go wrong with that finisher that uh, Chance and Carter do. Chance Carter.
1: Carter Chance. (laughs) Coach Uh, Carter. Plus, I... Plus side Casey Catanzaro Katana chance is legitimately one of the best athletes in the company. So I tr- like you would trust her to do an aerial move over almost anyone, maybe like Ricochet, maybe like Montez Ford. Other than that, like she's one of the best high flyers they got. So uh, I guess Reginald, but yeah, anyway, you feel me, Boris? Uh, I agree with you, man. A uh, dangerous finisher, but spectacular, really solid match here. Let's go, uh, Let's go with the definitely above the Mendoza. We'll give it three and a half because it was the best match of Ulisa Leon and Valentina Faroza's career by a country mile. And it may honestly have been the best match of Katana and Caden's career, too. So and three being, and a half pies out of five. You're being so generous with these scores today. Yeah, actually, yeah, uh, you can yeah, you can maybe knock a half star or star off every single one, to be honest. That was <laughs> that was pretty generous. Let's knock it back down
0: to three. <laughs> Why did I say anything? All right, so the camera cuts the backstage where part of the incel express Brooks Jensen was lying on the ground injured. Josh Briggs yells, saying that he knows Legado did this. Jensen tried to say he could fight despite his wrist injury.
1: Uh, there's a very obvious joke about a wrist injury here, Boris, that we don't necessarily have to make. We could probably just move on.
0: Because they're incels. Is... <laughs> faps right, so...
1: himself raw he did boris please continue ride
0: <laughs> <laughs> Woo. all right we get a oh
1: shit <laughs> sometimes i forget what happens um <laughs> All right. Until you hit it in the notes, and you're like, "Oh no, Alba Fire!"
0: <laughs> exactly, Alba Fire makes her official debut, formerly known as Kaylee Ray. We get the Alba Fire vignette. She swings a bat. She drags the bat. Uh, she's got a lot going, and on that bat can spark. It sparks. It's a bat that sparks, my friend. Um, <laughs> it's somehow on fire, and she says she's, uh, you know, taking it back, and she is
1: Alba Fire. I thought she was gonna say my name is Alba Fire because Alba Fired by SummerSlam. <laughs> no, I love Kaylee Ray. Name's stupid, but whatever. What can you do again? It's WWE. You're probably gonna get a stupid name, and hopefully they don't also give you uh R Truth push. You know what I mean? Actually our truth has been there for thirty years. Who knows? Anyway, man, yeah, I'm I'm disappointed that her name is so dumb, but she again is a very talented performer who can probably overcome it.
0: At the same time, let's remember, dude. Let's remember 100%. A lot of times, these wrestlers are forced to change their name, and they pick their own name.
1: True, true. Probably out of a list of terrible options, mind you. But, yeah, you're right.
0: Well, Gigi Dolan went on uh, social media when she changed her name, and she's like, I 100% chose this name.
1: Yeah. And, yeah, Gigi Dolan has grown on me. I don't think that's as bad as half these names, honestly.
0: Yeah, exactly. Speaking of bad names, Cruz del Toro and Joaquin <laughs> Wild, known as Legado del Fantasma, went up uh, with Electro Lopez. Went up against Josh Briggs and Fallon Henley in a handicap tag team mixed handicap tag team match.
1: Yeah, a strange one, a unique match. Brooks Jensen uh, not in the match, as you said, and also Electro Lopez, a terrible name, sneaky terrible name. <laughs> but sneaky amazing. Well, you think you 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 are are you saying it's like so bad it's good territory yeah. that Electra Lopez? Yeah. Electra right, Lopez.
0: Yeah. She's like uh I don't know. I don't know. Carmen Electra <laughs> meets Jennifer yeah. Lopez. I bet you that's 100% where they got the name from.
1: <laughs> oh, trillion bazillion percent that is exactly how they got that name that's (laughs) one million percent what they did for sure for sure yeah i'm surprised we haven't just said that on the pod before but that's that's of course the case so yeah this match sucked (laughs) um Um, hold on having said that as bad as
0: this match was it would have been a lot worse worse if josh briggs was with his partner
1: (laughs) oh rude but you're right you're, you're probably correct at this point. Yeah, Joaquin and Cruz are great. Uh, Electra Lopez, Fallon Henley, not so much at this point, not yet. Uh, Josh Briggs figuring it out, big, strong boy as he was, but yeah, this match was okay when uh, it was Legato zipping around the tag team, Joaquin and Cruz, but other than that, it was uh, kind of bad. Yeah,
0: uh, you, you know, what's funny so. Okay, Legado hits the Briggs with their side-sweep leg lariat finisher. Uh, Del Toro gets the pin. Legado ends up winning in 4 minutes, 45 seconds. I have to honestly say, there was a huge part of me just writing a rant in my head about how Legado is being so disrespected that they will even lose when they are, you know, up a man.
1: Yeah. But here they were. They they uh, they pulled this out. And I guess technically right now they're still heel, heels although it feels like they're going babyface, but we have heel versus heel, babyface versus babyface. I don't think we're supposed to like anybody on this show, Boris. I Do think we we're like anyone on this show? Everyone.
0: Do we honestly uh, like anybody on this show?
1: Uh, Io Shirai's gone. Uh, Alba Fire has a stupid name now. Um, uh, I like Cameron Grimes. I like Trick Williams and Mellow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Trick Williams is so he's he's a gift. He's a gift. All right. You used to like Braun Breaker until he's been an absolute douchebag the last two weeks. Ah, oh, Braun Breaker. Oh <laughs>
0: my God. Oh, poor guy. Poor All Braun. Right. Uh, did you rate this match?
1: Oh uh, yeah, we'll go to uh two a bada bing, bada boom out of five below the Mendoza line for this one. But not for lack of trying on Joaquin and Cruz's part. They are they they're kick-ass wrestlers in the ring, man.
0: Oof, oof. All right. Uh the hardest working reporter in all of professional wrestling Mackenzie Mitchell is interviewing Natalia and Lash Legend about their match against Jade uh and Lions
1: next week at spring break in break Good girl Lash legend Lash legend you can tell already already a much better promo than Natalia has ever been in her entire career so at least she's got that going for her. yep
0: Natalia says at the break in show she's gonna break Jade's legs Natalia said she also sees potential in her tag team partner Lash Lash is excited to be teaming up with a legend like Natalia
1: Let's see what she did there oh, very good
0: Yep, that was a thing.
1: All right, Solo Sokoa
0: versus Trick Williams with um, Cameron Grimes doing commentary.
1: Yeah, so we've seen trick williams be very very bad in the ring and we said oh no like i'm not sure about this guy he is much improved much improved this was simply a mediocre match not a terrible match this was every wwe match you've ever seen in your life this was just a perfectly average perfectly fine wrestling match and that's good that means trick williams has come a long way already and this had a good story right like he's
0: in there to beat up solo Sokoa, get him a tender for next week focusing on his shoulder um you know how many times did he throw him against the ring post right like i like that aspect yeah. of it
1: yeah absolutely yeah exactly tell him, tell him that story softening him up for his boy mellow so yeah i would go probably i would well tell the tell the finish there and then i'll put the number on this yeah. thing so solo hit trick with a rally of
0: right arm lariats after an uppercut uh solo hit trick with a series of corner splashes he then gets him with the uso splash for the win at five minutes and eight seconds
1: Yes, absolutely. Like I said, Mendoza line, the Dominic Mysterio line, average match, but that's much improved for Trick Williams. So two and a half paisans out of five for this one, Boris. Yep. All
0: right. So after the match, Solo and Grimes, they're facing off in the ring. Mello gets up in Grimes' face. Solo went for a super kick on Mello, but Mello ducks. Uh, Solo super kick Grimes instead of leaving him and left him just lying on the ring
1: yeah so pretty good build up some tension for the triple threat
0: yeah exactly I, i'm actually pretty much looking forward to it to be honest
1: oh yeah no it should be a really good match uh solo's coming along and the other two guys are really good wrestlers so yep.
0: Yeah. all right so malik blade and anderson ofi were f- psyching each other up for their upcoming match against the viking raiders and ofi was more confident than blade
1: yeah i like this bro very uh very good. They have clear, distinct characters. Blade is like the quiet guy. Inoufe is like the bombastic, in-your-face, super confident guy. And yeah, I like the pairing. This is a solid promo. And I love me a good squash match. And boy, did these guys get squashed good. Classic butternut squashington here, Boris.
0: Yep, but before that, the four members of Legado, they are all bragging about their successes earlier in the night. Escobar talks about how he was just returning the favor for what the angel did last week. Uh, and then they leave. This leads us into the Viking Raiders versus Malik Blade and Idris Sanofi. And this match lasted five minutes, four minutes, 45 seconds. But it was pretty much one-sided for the most part.
1: Yeah, there was a little bit of shine for Edris and Malik. They both got to do a couple things. But by and large, this was mostly Edris and Ofe getting the shite beaten out of them. And it was just a great time. Just a highly enjoyable squash match. If you liked, you know, Goldberg and Yokozuna and, I don't know, some of the greats, head shrinkers who used to have awesome squash matches. The Mountie actually secretly was an awesome jobber squasher. Uh, Yeah, this is great. This just filled my heart with joy.
0: Yep. Uh, so, yeah, so the Viking Raiders hit Blade with their double-team power bomb. Get the win. Four minutes, 45 seconds. How would you rate this bad boy?
1: Three and a half, Boris. We're going high. It's a B here in Canada. It's a B here on BAM. Uh, three and a half paisans out of five. Yep.
0: Uh, after this, we get a Wesley cinematic promo.
1: <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird that he's, he's sad, and we all know why he's sad, but he can't actually say... Why he's sad. You can't actually say what happened. What caused this uh, dark night of the soul as it was, Boris. And yeah, man, he's just, he's literally just walking on a beach, just like, and and they're showing, they're showing him holding the tag team titles, but his partners cropped out. They're showing, they're showing him wrestling tag team matches alone somehow. Just hilarious. Just absolutely insane.
0: Yeah, so Lee talks about how it was a six-month journey to get back to the tag titles. Uh, Lee said it sucks to lose the titles, but he understands in that case because any team can be better on any day, meaning you can get back to the titles. Lee said it's worse when the titles are taken from you. Lee said anger created... Uh, gets created in that case he said he'll never forget the past but the future has new risks he said he can bitch and complain about how things aren't fair or he can knuckle up and make the waves he's destined to lee was standing on the shore of a beach watching the sunset
1: looking at waves as he's talking about making waves love it love it (laughs) no yeah this was uh, again, there's good wrestling cheesy and there's bad wrestling cheesy. I did think the presentation. This was pretty good wrestling cheesy. It's just so hilarious that they just can't and won't acknowledge that Nash Carter even existed.
0: Yep. All right. The hardest working reporter in all of professional wrestling, Mackenzie Mitchell, interviews Tony D'Angelo. Tony D'Angelo introduced peop, uh, his people, <sighs> Troy Donovan and Channing Lorenzo as his two goons, D'Angelo demanded a sit-down with Santos Escobar next week at the Spring breakin' Show.
1: Yeah, Troy, two dimes, Donovan, and Channing, Stax, Lorenzo, Boris. Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> Stax and two dimes. You know, cool. we've made jokes about
0: FBI. <laughs> we saw FBI on Impact last week. And somehow, yeah. FBI, as cheesy and bad as they were, are still a better idea than whatever the hell is going on here.
1: I mean, two dimes and stacks might as well be Tony Mamalook and uh, fucking Little Guido at this point. Like, they are not to be taken seriously yet. Anyway, we'll see. Maybe they're going to push two dimes and stacks like the Road Warriors. Who knows? <laughs> you never know NXT. <laughs> at NXT. All right. Mandy
0: Rose with Gigi Dolan and J.C. Jane versus Roxanne Perez in a non-title match. This match was pretty good,
1: man. Pretty good. Let the girl win, you cowards. Let her win.
0: I know, I know. This this was uh, it sucked in that sense. But but you know what? I have to say, I was interested to see the dynamics of this match because you have Mandy Rose. She's not the best wrestler, but she's the veteran. Then you had Roxanne Perez, who's the much better wrestler, but the rookie. So who was going to be commanding what, right? So you can tell that this match was pretty choreographed, but they did a really good job, in my opinion. Like, I think Mandy Rose, honestly, continues to improve. They need to send her back to the main roster ASAP at this point, because I do think she can actually hang with some of the wrestlers on the main roster now.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know how much better she's going to get. Character is down. You know what I mean? She is she is much improved in the ring, like you said. She can absolutely hang. Absolutely can. And, uh, yeah, man, I don't know. I, I think the wrong person won this match. I don't know why you would beat Roxanne so early. You could have let her go undefeated for a little bit. They used but
0: the rookie, you know, she's the rookie. And and the ma- so this is how the match ended. Uh, Rose escapes the code red. Perez blocks Rose's knee finisher with a few roll-ups, but then she manages to hit it out of the, out of the blue uh, for the victory. So, you know, it's, it wasn't the worst way to yeah. lose. It wasn't cheap, you know, and, and no. let's just say
1: that it was rookie, you know, it was rookie versus veteran. Absolutely, absolutely. Man, I'm not saying, like, oh, she's buried, like, terrible Yeah, decision. no, no, for sure. I just think... I just think they didn't have to do it. This is uh, one way to build up your young challenger. And obviously they have incredibly high hopes for Roxanne Perez because on her second night on NXT, she's already wrestling the world champion. So it's clear where this is going. I'm not worried at all. I just think like they didn't have to beat her right away. (laughs) You know what I mean? They could have not pinned Roxanne Perez right away.
0: Yeah. So how many
1: uh, paisans is this match getting? Uh, nah, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Uh, you were you it was a pretty average WWE match. We're gonna go two and a half Pisons out of five for this one. But uh Roxanne Perez did look pretty good.
0: Yep. All right, so Toxic Attraction celebrated a bit. Uh Wendy Chu shows up, they run away. Somehow they ended up under a net. That was then uh <laughs> Perez and Chu chase away Toxic Attraction as they shoot them. <sighs> with cans of silly string.
1: Yeah, so Wendy Chu dropped a net on Toxic Attraction from the ceiling. A very small net. Thank God they were all huddled together in the exact spot they were. And yeah, this net fell on them. They immediately took it off, so the net really had nothing to do with anything. But I guess it kept them in that spot long enough for them to be silly stringed by Roxanne and Wendy Chu. Uh, Yeah, Wendy Chu's character is not for me. Yeah, same here. All right, Joe Gacy makes his entrance.
0: Gacy said his journey, he's on a journey for change. We have come so far, but we have far to still go. Uh, He said, We are breaking breakers for people who were discriminated against for their weight, size, etc., etc. He said, He's been molding NXT as a clay of acceptance. Uh, The random druids surrounded the ring. Gacy then said that we have made strides, but the mission hasn't been accomplished. He said everybody accepts this accepting way of life. Gacy continued to talk his usual rhetoric, hypes up the match with Braun Breaker. Gacy said he knows that Braun Breaker is not clear to defend the championship because of the fall last week. Gacy said that because of Breaker's fall from grace, Joe Gacy will now be the new NXT champion. uh, And he will mold this clay into the vision that he sees for the world. This is when Rick Steiner shows up, Mike in hand, uh, Steiner joins Gacy in the ring, and he said that Gacy has it all wrong, Breaker is in fact cleared to wrestle, uh, Gacy said that Steiner has picked a good time to come back, or maybe he picked the worst possible time, I love that line. Uh, the random druids all got on the apron. There was about 15 or 20 of them. And this is when Braun Breaker comes out. He beats up a few druids. Uh, two druids pin Steiner against a turnbuckle. Gacy takes down Breaker with a lariat. Uh, then the 15 or so druids passed along the championship in line, little by little, eventually giving it to Joe Gacy, who poses with the NXT championship as a show go- comes to a close.
1: Yeah, I mean it wasn't as bad as the last one, but it was a pretty dumb angle to end the the show. I don't know why Rick Steiner w- would come out and then Braun Breaker to save him. Like Braun, did Braun not know that his dad was gonna come out here? I don't know. There's just I, that's a I, the, yeah the, the whole the whole line that was created and the belt passed, which took forever. That was that was hilarious too. Yeah, I don't know, man. This is just bad, just bad wrestling. Yep, yeah, it was meh
0: at best. It wasn't as bad as last week, like you said, but it just wasn't good either.
1: No, sir. But I guess, uh, you know, on the plus side, Roxanne Perez technically main in NXT this week. So that's mm-hmm. cool. They're pushing, they're pushing the young people. Like I said, I thought this was a pretty strong uh, episode for the women's division. We're getting all kinds of new faces, all kinds of women pushed on this show. Uh, less so for the men.
0: Yeah, exactly. All right, let's go to the UK because uh, it's a hell of a show that we're going to be talking about. All right, like each and every week, we claim that this is the best hour of WWE TV. This week was no exception. That's WWE NXT UK, which featured a hell of a tag team. Best two of three falls match. And I think there's going to be a lot of opinions about how that went down. But uh, how do you how did you feel about the episode?
1: I, I I really liked it uh, overall, NXT. We claim that because it's true, Boris. We say it because it's accurate. It is the best hour, usually 50 out of 52 weeks of the year. Uh, maybe WrestleMania week and Royal Rumble week, maybe not. But other than that, NXT UK is the most reliable WWE program on TV. Uh, and yeah, I thought uh, I thought it was just another strong show. Yep. All right, so the first match of the night
0: was Sam Gradwell versus Kenny Williams in a back alley brawl.
1: I was minorly, slightly disappointed that it wasn't a cinematic match. I was kind of hoping for a cinematic match. I try to avoid UK spoilers, so I don't really know what's coming. And yeah, I was hoping for the old the, the cinematic match. I'm a sucker for those. But I, this was a pretty good 10-minute hardcore match that they had here.
0: Exactly. So Williams uh, went to the top rope, uh, but a masked man appears again, causing a distraction. Gradwell grabbed Williams, sent him through the table. Gradwell rolled Williams back into the ring and pins him for the win at 9 minutes 42 seconds.
1: Yeah, so a really strong hardcore match, a good brawl, better than everything on NXT 2.0 by a pretty wide margin, I would say. Maybe if you're a sucker for squash matches like me, you could argue that the Viking Raiders thing was as good, but this was way better. The only thing, the, the, the masked man thing was kind of annoying. It was a runner throughout the match. He would just, like, basically appear at different places in the arena. Three times, I think, it happened during the match, and it eventually led to the, the loss for Kenny Williams. So the person who has been leaving messages in Kenny Williams' locker and such, Boris, it's not Sam Gradwell. It is this masked man. Yep. So
0: Eddie Dennis cuts a promo on Wallet Boar and Mark Andrews and challenges them to a tag team match against his soldiers, Primate and T-Bone.
1: Yes, sir. Yeah, we knew that was coming. I'm okay with that. Previous match, three and a half crumpets out of five.
0: Yep. Uh, Next match, Stevie Turner versus Emilia McKenzie
1: yeah very much your average standard it was under five minutes very straightforward typical wrestling match but both of these women are good wrestlers there's nothing wrong with it at all
0: Yep, Mackenzie ends up winning ends up winning after she hits her spear uh she wins in four minutes 45 seconds
1: over stevie turner yes yes absolutely yes so yeah like i said average match two and a half crumpets out of five for this one
0: yep All right, so Isla Dawn cuts a spooky vignette (laughs) in which she talks about meeting NXT UK Women's Champion Miko Satomura for the gold in a World of Darkness match in two weeks.
1: I assume it's just going to be generic, like, hardcore. Maybe this will be the cinematic match I crave, but wouldn't it be funny if World of Darkness meant a blindfold match, Boris?
0: Yeah, wouldn't that be? Oh, my God. Oh, (laughs) give it to me. Yes.
1: (laughs) All right, um so so here's the thing that we were referring to earlier in the show we're going to talk about and kind of be puzzled by
0: ivy nile von wagner lash legend all appear at the bt sports studios and it's revealed that they would all be competing on future nxt uk shows
1: and damon kemp as well who i think is yet to even appear on the real show on the main roster right yeah you're right or the main nxt show he's only appeared on level up he's definitely not appeared on the main roster but damon kemp brother of gable Stevenson, but he doesn't keep get to keep his name because he didn't win enough in fake in real wrestling to keep his name in fake wrestling
0: exactly that's exactly how it works my friend (laughs) it's Uh, kind of funny yeah so it's weird interesting though all right zaya brookside celebrated eliza alexander's debut win and said she would take her turn and batter someone next week
1: Liking like Ziya Brookside a lot these days.
0: Yeah, she's really good. It was revealed that Ilya Dragunov and Jordan Devlin will sign a contract next week because we have a match in three weeks on the 200th
1: episode of NXT UK. Feel like they might change the title there. Feels like yeah. a special occasion.
0: I think so too, man. All right, it's time. Best yes. two of three falls match for the NXT UK Tag Team Championship. Mustache Mountain, Trent Seven, and Tyler Bate versus Oliver, Carton, Car- Oliver Carter and Ashton
1: Smith. Great, great match. Mustache Mountain, highly underrated tag team. They've had a couple classic tag team matches. Uh, Oliver Carter and Ashton Smith have really stepped up over the past year or so. And yeah, this match was just simply just a great wrestling match. 21 minutes, 39 seconds it went, I believe. So yeah, definitely take your ta- take some time out seek this match out one of the best in wwe all year
0: yeah exactly uh so smith and carter hit a series of double team moves on seven they get the assisted moonsault and they're up one nothing
1: yes sir so yeah kind of uh kind of exactly how you thought the first fall would go you know the uh, the plucky young upstarts putting the pressure on the champs yep um, so Seven
0: was getting his ass kicked. Uh, he got the hot tag to Bait. He changed the What momentum. a hot
1: tag. Yeah. What a hot tag. Tyler Bait went fucking insane on this hot tag. He's so great. God, yeah. I love Tyler Bait.
0: Yeah. Uh, he, he really changed things. Bait and Seven hit stereo bops, uh, and Tyler Driver's Smith kicks out from the, from, from, from the pin. Bait and Seven then hit the rope-assisted lariat German suplex to draw level this match at one to one
1: yeah about 15 16 ish minutes in at this point and we're headed uh, to the home stretch boris yep and this is where the match got
0: really interesting because in the back of my mind i'm like like the way that they've built up this match was the fallout of and the, the breakup of
1: mustache mountain so so smith and carter have to win right yeah, exactly. We, we both thought it was time to pull that trigger and kind of the, the breakup was coming right here. Yeah, well, that didn't happen
0: because Trent Seven puts his feet on the ropes, gets the final fall, wins the match, and still U- NXT UK Tag Team Champions Mustache Mountain, Trent Seven, and
1: Tyler Bate. So, they've kind of already done this, but I guess they put a different spin on it. But they've already done this beat of the story, right? So, we've already seen Tyler Bate, uh, Trent Seven cheat to win a match, and Tyler Bate be kind of annoyed by it. So, now, Trent Seven cheated to win this match, and Tyler Bate was straight up pissed off about it. So, I guess bates reaction changed and thus this was slightly different but at the same time we've already seen this they've already done this this story has already been here you know what i mean so i don't know i get it I, they're building it they, they want they think there's meat left on this bone and maybe there is man you know what i mean just because something didn't go the way that i had it in my head doesn't make it bad yeah, right
0: but i'm just questioning like like where's the payoff what's the payoff of this entire thing like where are we going now
1: Well, I think we're still going exactly where we think we're going. It's just gonna take a little longer to get there. That's all. Yeah. So that was NXT UK man. How many how many supernovas would you give this match? Yeah. No less than four and a quarter supernovas out of five. It is eighty-five percent. It is a safe A, something special. You need to see. We are spoiled with good wrestling uh thank god we have nxt 2.0 to remind us what shit wrestling looks like but this was not shit this was beautiful professional wrestling these guys just worked their asses off just an awesome hard-hitting high-flying contest
0: oh yeah it's gonna be it's such a good match it was such a good match tons of fun i really liked it a lot man
1: yeah, absolutely and we have uh nxt uh uk news for the next three weeks we have uh next week we have the big contract signing Ilya dragunov versus jordan devlin we also are probably going to have some uh nxt 2.0 superstars in action looks like they set up von wagner versus saxon huxley at least two weeks from now we have the world of darkness match come on blindfold match Miko Satamura versus Isla Dawn. Three weeks from now, UK episode 200, Boris, and that is Dragonov versus Devlin 3, I believe. I believe yep. it is the third time they have wrestled Dragonov 2-0 and against Devlin. Correct me if I'm wrong there as well, but I'm I'm 99% sure that is the case. So I think we're getting a new champion. I think Jordan Devlin's winning this title.
0: Yep, I agree with you there. Uh, I can see Dragonov heading at least to the Brainbow brand for a little bit, and they're going to call him... Yep. Alexei Ovchenkinkskiishkiishy or something.
1: I don't know. No, they're gonna call him uh, Alex Putin. Oh God.
0: <laughs> Donald Putin.
1: Yeah. Oh jeez. Yeah. All right. As well.
0: Yeah. Right. Boris right. Putin. <laughs> oh my God. All <laughs> right. So before we go, let's talk some NXT 2.0 spring breaking. Let's go through the card, see what shit we're going to be watching next week. All right, so they have this—I shouldn't say that. It, you know what? These shows are usually pretty good.
1: Uh, it's poorly named, but I I don't mind the card so much.
0: All right, so we have a sit-down between Tony D'Angelo and Santos Escobar. Yeah, sure.
1: Okay. Yeah, exactly. uh, Tony D'Angelo with uh, his boys Dick and Tracy. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. All right. Nathan Frazier versus Grayson Waller.
1: That's the one. That is the one that I have highlighted. I have circled. I am excited for that one. Let's see what Nathan Frazier can do. And I think they gave him the right opponent. Yeah, agreed. Natalia
0: and Lash Legend versus Cora Jade and Nikita Lyons. Sure. Okay.
1: Nikita and Cora is kind of a fun tag team.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be fine. Creed Brothers versus the Viking Raiders
1: interesting because this is the first time the creed brothers have faced anyone even close to their size and they're against a bigger tag team. So very interested in seeing what this ends up being. The Steiner brothers used to actually used to be fun to watch them throw huge guys around, but are these creed brothers Steiner brothers? No. At best they will be maybe in time the poor man Steiner brothers, right? So we exactly. shall see, boys.
0: I'm interested in kind of seeing how they can how they hang with them, right? Like this is they're facing main roster people, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So and yeah, the Creed brothers are green, so yes.
0: All right. We have a triple threat match for the NXT North American title, Sola Sokoa versus Cameron Hay-
1: Carmelo Hayes versus Cameron Grimes. Should be really good. Way too early to take the belt off Cameron. He just won it. Should be a good match. I'm excited. Yeah. And then we have the
0: NXT title match, Joe Undertaker Gacy versus Braun Breaker with two Ks.
1: Well, Gacy's a good wrestler and Breaker is a good wrestler. So, this will be a good wrestling match. Uh, I like Joe Gacy's theme song, and that's where it ends. Uh, As soon as he starts talking, I'm done with the character. But when he's wrestling, cool. So, this, yeah, let them have a match and not a speaking segment.
0: Yeah, 100%.
1: So, that's the card next week. It's going to be, I think it'll be a fine show. You know, the
0: card for me, in my opinion, it's a little underwhelming. It's a little weird. Uh, But, you know what? i have faith that typically speaking these shows are okay
1: yeah i mean yeah it's it's a strange card it's not a takeover by any stretch but it's better than your average nxt show so i am more excited than my average excitement level
0: (laughs) and that is saying that much (laughs) all right so that is the show we will be back in a couple days on bam chatting all things impact chatting forbidden door bringing paul york Chatting the card, chatting some sports You know, it's yeah. what we do on BAM
1: It's a big old Packed BAM show, we got Rebellion Review, we got Forbidden Door Preview We're gonna each book a fantasy card With our buddy Paul Yorkie Making his S.N.M.E podcast debut i believe unless you count the after parties which of course we do so he's not but uh also boris we got to do a uh, state of the nba address my champion pick got swept so never listen to me fade my basketball picks we also got to do an nhl preview uh at least i watch hockey all the time i know hockey uh, way better than basketball buddy
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's nxt talk he's matt i'm boris until bam adios
1: Ay, ay, ay!